This is for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games media combined. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 9am Australian Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. If you're feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepopculturists. Head over there, check out the tiers, might be something there that interests you. If you support us on Patreon, you can watch us record this show live along with our other show, The Young and the Wrestlers. So get yourself a nice little sneaky link where you can come and watch us record the show, get your input, get your having ads, and get all involved in the show. Yeah. If you want to support us in a more one-off fashion, head over to popculturists.com slash shopping by shirts like that one. And other assorted shit with our logos on it. We are also on a Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. Now, something that I, I should know, do you're every week. That's right so <laughs> fine. Something that I should do every week, but I don't. If you do listen to us on your podcast services, why don't you go give us some five star rev- five star reviews, comment, tell your friends that sort of no, shit. Not just watch, five star. If, you, if wa- you think it's a three star, be honest. Yeah, give it. Give us an, give us an adequate review that you believe this is worth. And if you are watching this on YouTube and you're enjoying it, time, why not give a bit of a little sneaky like and subscribe. I hate it. I hate it so much. I fucking hate it. I just it. want to see if it works. We, 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 how many episodes of this have we done? 120 something? Yeah. And we are still yet to say it properly. I'm like, oh, let's, mm. let's do a testing bed. Let's see if we get a sudden change from this one episode. The answer will be no, but I'm putting, I'm putting it out there. I'll be sure to remind at the end of the show as well. Cool. Because if you last that long, holy fuck, why are you not like and subscribe? Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For sure. For sure. How are you, friend? Good. Sweet. Thank you very much. Shows much more than I expected. Coming to the players. <laughs> <laughs> no, you good? Yeah, all right. Anything exciting happening these days? No. No? Oh, been, really? Been playing the WoWs? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's been busy, man. Work get life. On, get on when I can. You know, still in the grind, level 42. Um, Out of how many? 60? 60. Ooh, I'm, yeah. on the way. I'm on the way. But technically, 45 is a halfway point in terms of XP. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm almost halfway. Ow. That's okay. It's been what? Nearly a month, I think. That's a pretty good effort for a month. That's not bad. I'm sure there's 60s running around, right? There were within a week. Jesus. So, how? People that played on private servers the last five years or whatever, yeah. like had it fucking down to a T. They oh. killed the first raid in the first week. Oh, as in they, cause they, they've, they've done it so much, they, they just know how to make it work. You know what I mean. Okay, that yeah, was yeah, their, yeah. their thing is how quickly, brand new server, let's figure out the optimal way. So they've got it down. Interesting. Mad lads. Yeah, good. Nah, that's, that's crazy amount of time. Yeah. Did have a bit of a palate cleanser yesterday. Ooh. Played some Diablo 3 again. Ah, yeah, nice. Why not? It's always there. Yeah, we went I to... I, I wanted to feel like a god for a couple of hours instead of feeling like a fucking pleb on WoW. Because <laughs> WoW is just like... Eh, eh, Whereas Diablo is just... You've seen Millie playing it. <clears throat> just thousands of enemies just wiping them out <laughs> well speaking of because we went to EB Games yesterday for a long time like Millie my wife and I mm. um, we've, she haven't taken her in ages she's like oh god this game I'm like yeah well, look you've got a PS4 in the room mm. right now you watch Netflix on it like get a fucking game yeah. like, whatever you want 
It's yours. She's like, ooh, but that's Diablo. That's, that's Diablo three. We have that at home. Yeah, but it's different. Like it has the expansion. I can buy you the expansion. Like, yeah, but it's a different cover. <laughs> like, fuck. Well, it would probably actually be cheaper to buy a pre-owned version with the expansion. Yeah, from probably, EB probably. Than buying it digitally. <laughs> no, but it's just that. Yeah, there's, we like, haven't <laughs> there's ten thousand games in this EB. And the cover looks cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got fuck. like a fallen angel on it. With his it's like, yeah, it's got, like oh, we had the Reaper of Souls one. It's like the yeah. ultimate edition afterwards. Yeah. It's got this, like it's got a cool demon on the front. <laughs> like fucking hell, Millie. Sorry, that's right. Okay. So what'd you get? Uh, nothing. She, just came home she went. Uh, and then just came home. Yeah, fair. I understand. Well, my wife's horrible at decisions, and I kind of sprung it on her. Yep. So I'm sure she'll do this when you're Googleizing. We also have a stack of games Just out there. Just when she's away, get Diablo updated on her PS4 and have it running when she gets home. Ooh. So she doesn't have to go through all that effort. Pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah it's really yeah. good. I might do that after this. Uh, I bought Alex Borderlands 3 Aye. To, to celebrate the school holidays. Awesome. Because um, he played it on the Pop C account for a bit, and he's like, as good. Uh, it's it, the, Xbox, the, PS4? Xbox. Ah. The humour is aimed at his age. Yeah. All the poopy humour and the stream, apparently the bad guys are like streamers and they're like, you know, like and subscribe. And yeah, like, like scrubbing a bee. Completely in his demographic, mm. the, that kind of humour. So he was bored and I'm like, why don't we play Borderlands more? He's like, well, it's lost progress because it's not on my console. I'm like, okay, okay. Let him sit on it for a few days. And then when he got home from school on Friday for school holiday, Bam! I had it in his room. Already with a little note. Happy school holidays, love dad. Oh, yeah, so that's nice. So he's just been hammering that. Yeah, I've been playing a lot more of that actually. That's probably the game I've probably spent the most time with. Yeah, this everything week. I've seen about it is like gameplay, fucking schmick. Yeah. Everything else, meh. Yeah, Humor, and that's that's story, pretty characters accurate. Is all just like meh, but the gameplay is top notch. Yeah, the bones are fucking. St- Mwah. Yeah, like the gunplay is so staggeringly improved with Borderlands Two. Now, granted, I played a lot more since last last week's impressions. Probably put like another ten hours or so in since then. Okay. So I've seen more of the world. Like I've actually left Pandora. I've now seen three planets extra. Mm-hmm. So like I've gone around. I've seen these different locations. That's all cool. Um, I think well, some of the things that I've talked that I mentioned. I'm like, you look that fucking good. I went back and looked at Borderlands Two. This game is fucking beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like Borderlands Two looks better in remembrance. Yeah, than I remember does. it looking like Borderlands Three. No, because it's all like faded. Like yeah. the textures don't seem like they're very sharp. Yeah, it's all faded. The outlines are super dark and super harsh. Yeah, compared to the faded inners, and it looks super weird. It looks super bad. Mm. Where here, I'm like, once you're watching that, I'm going. I was way too harsh in this game. <laughs> the thing is with it is that like this looter shooter, mm. it's about the end game and you know grinding the better gear and all that kind of stuff. So the gunplay is probably what's most important. Is yeah. it fun to actually play and yes, kill shit? Is. Yes, it is. However, Whereas the story and all that, you kind of experience it once. True, and, and like like the division, I never paid attention and to the story at all. It's not an excuse for having an average story, but what's important to the game is good, and I think that's what matters. Yeah. So you, as an example, loved Tales from the Borderlands, right? Yeah. The, the humor is on point. It's exceptionally written. I cried, this is the, I this is the opposite everything. of that. That's There's a lot of Tales characters in it. Yeah, I saw that. So that'll be really exciting for you. Yeah, Reese and Fiona and, and Vaughn and Vaughn. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you would love that, but it just doesn't land the same. I which still is a real say bummer. Tales from the Borderlands is the best board is. game, Borderlands game in the franchise. Yeah. I would agree. It's so funny. It's so funny. 
I'd play it again. Yeah. It's so funny. See, and like, this is like I said, like the story and the humor. I have not out loud laughed once. I've made. I've been playing a lot with Dash from Dash Culture. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm I'm doing a. Uh, there should be a, a video up with him. We both him, myself, and Paul from Player Two. We all hang out and record a pod together. I'm doing it tonight. At the time of recording, so it'll be up tomorrow. Um, I've been playing a lot with him, and like the snarky remarks that we're making at response to the game. It's funny, it's funny than the game. the game. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that we're humorous, but it's just, it's none of it's landing. Mm. I, I, once again, I think it's because I'm, mm. I've outgrown If you were 10 years humor. younger, maybe. Yeah. But even that, even on top of that, and this is a, a sentiment that I, I couldn't put it into words. And then I watched Skill Up's video. Yeah, I watched that as well. Um, and he kind of nailed it. He's like, yeah, the way, they, the way they've written the streamers here, it sounds like a boomer writing a streamer. I'm like, that's why it landed. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, although yeah, we stream I'm games, it's like Randy Pitchford writing mm. the script for the villains who has no idea about streamer culture and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But even on top of that, like, I'm not really like, although we stream, I'm not in streamer culture. Mm. So then again, it's over my head anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? So that, that, I think that's part of where, like, where your kid, he would, he's right up in that shit. Yeah. Like, so all that kind of like, eh, that wacky shit yeah. and all like, Please that. I can subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they say in real yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as I can tell, the gunplay is exceptional. Yeah. So that's real. real I've awesome. had an, a lot less performance problems as well. Mm-hmm. Had a lot at the start. They've kind of faded out. Been a patch. Uh, there may have been I haven't really noticed but you have like auto I've auto updates so I wouldn't know but I believe there may have been a patch but I'm having fine like I'm not having major drops like I think there might be some netcode error because like when Dash and Paul were joining my game they were having a bit of chug Mm. and we're all running on pros um, but I'm having the smoothest time now for some reason. No, but I mean like it's not like someone's on on an oldie and they're like well why is this I'm running like butthole um yeah, like it's. I still want to. I want to get it. Yeah, I would but I'm wait. I'm gonna wait. Until yeah, it's wait till it's cheaper. Forty bucks or something. Yeah. Um, Although the ladder DB gave it to me for sixty, so that was pretty cool. Oh, a champ! Because I brought in like you price match big W JB for seventy nine. He's like, oh, let me see. Get his phone out. He shows me like Amazon sixty bucks. I'm like, sick. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take two. I'll take your entire stock. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, the, the game is better than um than I originally gave it credit for. It's good. Um, yeah. yeah. I guess that's the thing with first impressions, though. Yeah. You know, you vote. You know, some games take a while to really. Well, because as at know. that time, I had spent the entire game on Pandora. Mm. I'm like, what? What the fuck's new here? Yeah. And then you go. Well, then you go to new planet. So, okay, so it's sort of new. Saying that, however. Um, the, it's one of the most like similar to what Skill Up said. It's one of the most static worlds I've ever played. Mm. It's bland. It's boring. You go to new locations. Oh, it's the same. No public events. No public event. Well, no public events. Like, even just anything that shows that, that world is living. Yeah. yeah. Or even just like when you go from Pandora to I don't know a, a, a planet that I call a penis. It's not what it's called. I think it's called a penis or something. See, funny or funny than the uh. game. Um. Where like it just feels like they've taken Pandora, reskinned it, mm. and moved the path a little bit, mm. you know. <clears throat> so it doesn't it doesn't feel distinctly unique. Like there's no like, you know, uh, if you use Destiny as an example, like, each planet feels noticeably different. Mm. Um, yeah, and oh, I can top out the UI fucking garbage. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So this is the problem. Like the game working 
is what makes it a f- like a five, mm. right? Because the game fucking runs. Mm. Has performance issues, that's a concern. But the bones are so good that it brings it up and everything else sucks, ain't it? So like, yeah. is it worth the nine or whatever people are claiming? Well, if you're looking just at game, just at how it plays, fuck yeah, it's a, it's 100% nine out of 10 mm. for gameplay. But then you put everything else around it, like the, the humor, you know, even the game visually is, is impressive. So you add all these extras and it brings UI it down. Yeah, that yeah. UI makes makes menu, because you spend a lot of time in menus changing out games and shit, and it's all about those, uh, sorry, guns. It's all about the skill trees and shit. Mm. And it's near, oper- it's near operable. Like the maps are hideous. Yeah. It's almost unusable. Yeah. Their maps have always been fucking shit. Yeah. And like, that's why, that is no way this game is worth a nine. Unquestionably, no. Mm. Fact, motherfuckers. It's like seven and a half. Eight, maybe. Arbitrary. Yeah, so if I had to put a number on yeah. it, I'm like, if I'm, I'm sitting here yelling about how it's on nine, I'm like, well, what is it, motherfucker? I'm like, what's 7.5? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I've been playing, really. I haven't been put my hands on to anything else, but um, that's enough about that. Let's talk about what's happening this week in a section we call Inform the Players. The Last of Us Part 2 will be featured as part of Sony's next State of Play broadcast. Developer Naughty Dog tweeted a short video clip that simply shows a switchblade knife and dust particles drifting by. The accompanying text reads, The date and time of State of Play is September 24, 2019 at 1pm PT, which translates to 6am September 25th for Australia. There's, there's been a couple of different posts since. There's one of the hammer, you know, th- throwing back to the that trailer where that woman just hammers the fuck out of someone. Mm. Not in the sexy way. Though. No, not in the sexy way. Um, and then Jeff oh, Keighley... Oh, someone find it sexy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then Jeff Keighley tweeted one about just a giraffe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I, I worked out that time zone difference myself. Spot on, yeah. 6 a.m. on September 25th. Pretty good. I've uh, been waiting for a long time for more information. The last time we probably saw the game was E3 2018 with mm-hmm. Sony's gameplay demo. As it turns out, the release date may have arrived early. An updated product page for The Last of Us Part 2 on Swiss website Soft Ridge has the title pegged for a launch on the 28th of February 2020. However, the page since has been taken down, of course. Cover art has also been on display. If you go to uh, the Twitter account, at PopCulturists, you'll see it, because I shared that shit. Like, motherfucker. Um, Pretty much where... I think 28th probably isn't accurate, but I still think it's... It's a Friday, isn't it? Maybe, but I'd say... I think it'd be a good Valentine's Day release, to be honest. Yeah, you and Joel were talking about that in uh, in the social in our oh, did he? chatty. I didn't see that. Yeah, the twenty eighth is a Friday, but it's also the last Friday of the month, so it could be like placeholder February. Potentially, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know the fourteenth. I think it'd be cool. Happy Valentine's Day! Now go fucking the shank a bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> with habits. Well, look, for me personally, I'm I'm happy that it's February because mm. there's a couple a couple reasons. A sick. It's like close mm. two. It makes it had that moment of where you, where I'm gonna go. Maybe Josh, I know what we're doing. Because yeah. <laughs> like no, literally yesterday I was talking to my wife in the car back from EB Games. I was talking about like you know the Last of Us and the state of play. And mm. I'm like, I think I might get up early on Wednesday to watch it. Blah blah. blah. She's like, why, why is it so exciting? I'm like, oh, we'll probably get a release date. I think probably the end of Feb. Like I'm keen as mustard for this game. Keen as mustard. Mm. Now that I finally finished the Last of Us. Yeah. After. Shut your face. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I still think it hinges on Death Stranding releasing. It, oh, 100% November, it does. December, 100%. November or December? I keep getting confused. Uh, November. That and Pokemon, I keep getting mixed up. I mean, what could happen is if they, they if uh, if Death Stranding hits, they can go, ah, fuck it, we're moving forward to two weeks. Because February is um, pretty loaded as it is. Because everyone thought, you know, like Death Stranding and stuff coming out the end of this year, mm. they everyone just kind of skewed themselves to early next year. Mm. And imagine that. I mean, like, it's only a lock in the market down. Yeah, and like, you know what? Fuck it, let's bring it out even earlier. Just yeah. to fuck up people's February. Yeah. 
Um, are you going to be um, getting up for this? Are you watching it once it happens? 6am Wednesday. Yeah. I'll be working, so I'll only be getting up an hour before I normally do anyway. So well, it's the same. Like, I, I will be up, normally up at about 6.30 anyway, so... Just yeah. crank the, the clock an hour forward, have a shower, mm. maybe come in here, and if it's interesting, I might stream it. Mm. Get some f- free content out of it, then go to work. Mm. Yeah. But, so there is. they also shared another clip for State of Play, which is like this ledge, and then a bunch of people falling off it, like World War Z yeah, style. I'm like, where are they going with these World War, World War Z Wii Fit trainers? Like, what's was that? I think that was that clip was probably made in dreams. Yeah, because even last year, 2018's E3, like a lot of the interstitials between... Mm, I think it's cool if they dreams. use dreams for that. Yeah. To give it some form of marketing. Give it something. Give it something. We still haven't played it. I still haven't played it yet. I'm not going to. Yeah, and like, even though, once again, like you know, as we're about to hit packs, and you know, last year we interviewed... Well, I interviewed the gentleman, from one of the devs from, from Dreams, and he sold it really well, and I played it there, and it felt good. Mm. Just like, ah, it's early access. Just wait for it to go free. Because when it's fully released, it's free, isn't it? Only if you have bought the early access version. Well, then it's not free if you've bought it. No. But as in, like, I right, right could, now it's 25 it was, bucks or whatever. I thought it was free, or you can, when it come, officially launches, but you could play now for early access. I don't believe so. No, that's what Steam does with early access. Yeah, no, this is, this is, this is access, as in you pay for it now, 25 bucks, you get all the early access, you get to help shape the game, and, and then you when you don't it, play, pay full price. Yeah, you don't pay 80 bucks or 90 bucks yeah. when it drops. Yeah, fair. Fair. Even then, it's worth dropping down to sort of... But on top of that, remember how it was like, this is limited number beta, mm. very easily available. Yeah, of course. Not many people bought it. You can probably tell. No. Oh, it's a long game. Mm. Well, I'll jump forward a bit then just on that comment because uh, Sony has a 10-year vision for Dream. Shuhei Yoshida says it's one of his favourite projects ever. Well, you'd want to hope so because it took him 10 years to make it. Mm. Yeah, that, that's been the 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> that was the 10-year plan. We had a 10-year plan, and it's finished. Thank you very much, James. <laughs> Mini Michael, you're fired. Uh, apparently, Shuhei loves it, though. I imagine he would. So. Like, create, like, creatives would love that shit. Like, I don't have those skills. Mm. And, like, I'd be that guy that's like, I'm going to remake something else in the game. Like, because I don't have that original... you've been shitting on. Yeah, yeah. Make Be- something original. Yeah, because like- I don't have the original thought to do that. Yeah. Like, where people that are genuinely creative go in there and make something fucking awesome. I'm like, yeah, this is what's for. Last I heard, weren't they hiring Media Molecule, media molecule hiring people to make games in Dreams for them? I think them? so. Something like Last that. Last I heard, yeah. Uh, I still think Dreams has a better future than Anthem. Plans for most segue. Plans for most <laughs> post-launch content in Anthem have been put on ice, so the development team can focus on updates and thoroughly review core issues surrounding gameplay. Biohead's head of live service, Chad Robertson, what a name, Chad, announced a decision. And yeah, it was purely his decision too, because he's a Chad. Yeah. Announced a decision in a blog post that detailed some of the changes the development team has made to Anthem following player feedback. Uh, he acknowledged those tweaks weren't enough, saying we hear your concerns on core issues on Anthem and are acting on it. Those systems require a more thorough review and reworking of versus reworking versus quick fixes. We've got a team working on that now. Early results are promising. In order to address these long ter- long range plans, we are moving away from the act structure for updates. He continued. Instead, we have additional season updates planned this year uh, that we think players will enjoy. These events will deliver challenges and chases similar to what you've already seen, and Stoked. are built around some fun themes we're bringing to the game. So basically, the roadmap is just gone. Essentially, yeah. yeah what put the, on ice, but it's gone. What they've done is by saying that, hey, we've put it on ice, and we're focusing on improving the game. So if it never delivers, they don't have to. Mm. They've, they've they've got a way out. I have too much more to say about Anthem. I just thought it was worth bringing up. Well, on top of that, it, it's also available. I believe it's available on EA Access now as well. Yeah, so, so if you haven't 
picked it up, you can now play it free-ish? My, um, question mark? My journalism dive didn't go very far. Yeah. You tried, you <laughs> tried real hard. After the first few days, I was like, I'm not, I can't play this anymore. Yeah. I have no incentive. Well, and that's part of it. Like, you know, that's one of the things we get to do. It's like, if we play it as much as we want. Like, yeah. We aren't fucking IGN. Mm. Don't have to finish the game. Yeah, we have to do shit. I finish these games because I feel obligated to by myself, not because we are, you know, mm. held. Um, but yeah, server shutting down in 2020. Put it here first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, risky. Hideo Kojima has made no secret of the fact he wants to invent a new strand genre with Death Stranding, and as a result, he believes one game might not be enough for his ideas to catch on. Speaking to GameSpot, Kojima explained that he believes without sequels, Death Stranding will not establish Strand as a continuing genre. Quote, when you create something new, you have to create a sequel and then a third version of it, or it will not remain as a genre, he said. Continuing, when this game comes out, there will be a lot of pros and cons, and these elements could become the essence of the core part, but I think it's better that I keep going with a sequel. In regards to how many games the genre needs to flourish, Kojima suggested... Probably at least 1.5 and then 2. Maybe at least so it remains and people are aware of the genre. Death Stranding is what Kojima terms a strand game, which he says has never existed before. While it's still slightly unclear what exactly defines a strand game, it seems to be bound by social elements. What wank? What wank? Blowing steam. That means nothing. You know, you know we've, we've seen his game. You know what it is? It's a walking game. It's an open world game. It's an open world, baby delivery, how much shit can you put on your back, he's a ladder game. Mm. So essentially, Sam and ladders. He is all up his own butt. I'm happy to be proven wrong. Same, I agree. 100%. But like, without, once again, without clear understanding of what this game is, or as they said, it's, un- you know, as you've, you've written there, like, which he says he's, he's unclear what a strand game is. Mm. So you can't be like, what genre is it? Oh, it's, it's a new one. It's a strand. Or it's, what is, what's a strand game? It just seems like it'll be uh, an open world game with story-based choices. And s- social that, focus. That, that impacts. All that exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's called an open world game. An R- open RPG <laughs> Basically, <coughs> like, look, we'll see. I'm happy, like I said, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Um, because that's the thing, we will be playing it, we will talk about it, mm. but it's the situation of uh, like, it was so exciting when it was first, it was huge. I was really excited. I'm so fucking bummed out at it right now. I, mm. I simply have zero fucks for Death Stranding at this point. Yeah, is it do you think that's because? of the nature of what we do and being a PlayStation show, we are forced to reflect and look upon Death Stranding more than the average consumer? Mm. Or is ever, are we just not I just think part of the cult? We've done this long enough, not that we're pros, but some signs are clearly written on the wall mm. kind of thing. Like, you can kind of see at this point that this game probably is not going to land well. Yeah, it feels no man's for, ma- for the majority... And it's like, going to be the hardcores that are like, you just don't get it. You don't understand Kojima's mindset. And I think that's what he's doing here. He's like, the reason you don't understand it is because it's a genre that you've never seen before. Mm. He's playing He's playing smart PR here. Mm. He's changing the message. Because mm. so, if like, you can't define it by your fucking third-person action adventure, then you can piss on mushrooms in this game. Has that ever been done before? Why am I so mad about Death Stranding? You can't see his dick, though. Yeah, the, the lack of um, Norman, Norman Reedus Pangus, big shame. <laughs> uh, there is no top-selling games list this week. 
Uh, when did you check that last? This morning when I right, did cool. the news. Alright, cool. That's fine then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick bits. Because you are correct. <laughs> Shuhei also confirms <laughs> that Sunset Overdrive <laughs> is now owned by PlayStation. Awesome. We speculated this like a couple of weeks ago. Because mm. um, it was presumably that, you know, uh, Xbox had the publishing rights for console. Not so not yeah, well, as in they had oh, publishing rights, but they yeah. the IP was owned by Insomniac. Insomniac. So it looks as if we may get a uh, Sunset Overdrive two at some point. Mm-hmm. But who knows whether yeah. uh, he said the chances of getting a port are very, very, very slim. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it doesn't rule out a sequel or anything. I thought Sunset Overdrive was quite good. I haven't played it. I enjoyed it. But I imagine it's probably the good stepping stones into what became Spider Man. Pretty so. much. Uh, Minecraft is getting a character creator. Oh, but not on PlayStation. Suck it. PlayStation's the only one not getting that. Understandable, because it's fucking yeah, Microsoft owned. Like, this is I, a, I wouldn't have minded if Microsoft, when they bought Minecraft, were like, it's ours. Well, thing. that's the thing, because that's something that's so... And that goes against their whole message. At the yeah, moment. so you and I have both disclosed that we listen to Sacred Symbols, Colin Moriarty's PlayStation show a lot. Mm. Um, and that's one of his stances, is that, you know, why didn't they just go super fucking exclusive on mm. it? And although I disagree with it in some places, I have no issue with this. I'm like, no, I get it. I think that would have been probably bad PR mm, more huge. than anything because you're ruling out how many millions of people have bought it. And look at it now. It's a top-selling game again. Yeah. All the time. Or we think because there's no top-selling list, but it's always in there. Um, oh, yeah, I wouldn't have... Since that internet yeah. resurgence on Minecraft being cool. So, essentially, PlayStation, I don't think, is really getting any more updates to Minecraft. Yeah. All the new stuff they're doing and all that is on the Switch, Xbox, PC, mm. tablet, but not PlayStation. And Fortnite is currently having a crossover event with Batman. Awesome. They're not the only ones. AEW. Batman is all elite. Oh. <laughs> all elite wrestling. So showing up Christian Bale or <laughs> I, I guess George Clooney. I think it's yeah. animated Kevin Conroy. <laughs> Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> wheel him out because he's dead. Um, it looks like the skin that I saw in it seemed to be Nolan's Batman. Cool. Which looked pretty cool. Cool, cool, I'm cool. I'm never going to play it. But it looked cool. And Tilted Towers has been remade to Gotham City. And it's fascinating, once again, the power of Fortnite. Like, they just had a Thanos yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, so they've done Apparently the Marvel, they've done the DC. Batman Day. It is, yes, it is, um, yeah. So, yeah. But I mean that in terms of, like, the power of Fortnite to be able to cross those lines. Oh, Marvel didn't be like, hey, you can't fucking do that. Mm. Like, we're Fortnite, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, we'll do whatever we want. Yeah. Whenever we want. We don't even need your written permission to use your IP because we have that much, We already made it. We have that much money. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Take us to court. <laughs> <laughs> We're in by Tencent. That's Chinese. You love the Chinese demographic. Well, that's true. We do. <laughs> they spend a lot on microtransactions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for the news, Ryan. Yeah, man. As we have a chat to the players about... Oh, shit. Did I get it? I did get it. Yeah. <laughs> huh. uh, E3's new... What's the word? E3's new approach to being relevant, mm-hmm. I guess. So, what do you reckon? Uh, you do, I, do I just read the news just story? Just go to town and I'll lean back and we'll, I'll, absorb, I'll absorb and then we'll get this party started. <clears throat> the ESA is hoping to turn E3 2020 into a fan media and influencer festival that would feature cute cutainment and a Disney fast pass style system. As reported by GameDaily.biz, the ESA's plans were revealed in a pitch deck intended for the lobbying group's members that was inspired and in response to feedback from publishers. The ESA proposes that influencers and paid celebrity deals become more of a focus, which with examples including, quote, members of the LA Lakers playing basketball video game in front of fans or actors competing in a tournament. 
like Snoop Dogg when he got Blaze playing Battlefield. <laughs> he sucks so much. I'd watch, I'd watch more. I'd yeah, watch more. It was, it was so bad. As for those attending the show, the ESA membership approval approved adding an additional 10,000 gamer badge holders. This would bring the total number of consumers to 25,000 and would potentially lead to an industry-only day on the Tuesday before the public gains access Smart. on Wednesday and Thursday. The plans also propose that the Disney Fast Pass style system be implemented that would allow users to register for a demo time window and come back later to avoid waiting for hours for at a time for a single game. That doesn't mean there won't be long wait times and ESA hopes to incorporate cutainment. I have real trouble reading that word. To market to those in line, this would allow E3 exhibitors to have access to consumer data captured through the app or have a captive audience as people wait in line for demos. The pitch deck also discusses utilising, quote, the power of social good and, quote, suggest exploiting millennial and Gen Z propensity for giving back. Exploit. Poor choice of words. Yeah, I watched the Dark Knight the other day. It's like, poor choice of words. (laughs) Drops the fans out the window. (laughs) Rachel! (laughs) Let her go. Where is she? (laughs) Oh, that's such a great movie. (laughs) It's really good. We're in hockey pants. (laughs) Not my diagnosis. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. How do you feel about this? Uh, is this? Is this a step in the right direction or just grasping at something? It's grasping, man. Like, it's a cu- for a couple things. A, they've got nothing but bad PR right now. When you dox your media, yeah. like, you're in, a, you're, you're in trouble. That's yeah. what they wanted, actually. Yeah. There was no follow-up to that. Everyone's like, shh, 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 And see if there's a follow-up. I'm just gonna see if there's a follow-up. Keep going. Yeah, so like they, you know, they dox all their media. So media's gonna be limited when they come next year, right? More and more, they're finding that like as press, you can get away with doing shit without having to be there. Mm. Um, you know, as a majority of people don't even go stream the shit at home and make content out of it. Yep. Uh, a press-only day is a good idea, uh, mostly because that gets eliminates all the issues that they were facing this year with it being uh, open to the general public yeah having celebrities come and do stuff that's not new yeah like looking at e3 you know when they went they did the gears war gears of uh, sorry the gears of war promo crap Mm. uh they had you know xavier woods tyler breeze their wording was to make it more of a focus yeah but then also having these guys on the floor so you could walk in and be like oh my god that's lebron james over there and he's printing really bad of a game like i understand the appeal and Q entertainment is a good idea in premise. Sorry, cutainment. Like I've got to say it, you've got to say it. Because remember when we were at Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, we were at uh, EB Expo twenty sixteen, and they had Battlefront, and that's how we met the guys from Sons of Obi Wan. Yeah, because their job was to while everyone's waiting to play Battlefront, one of the anticipated games of that year, have lightsaber battles. Have lightsaber battles nearby. And everyone's like, Yeah, what the hell? And it was fucking good. Yeah, people on the line was everyone's like. Move away from the line. Yeah. These guys are going to town. And all of a sudden, you look to your right, and the line's like in the door, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like, that's that's cool idea. But I guarantee that it's probably not as kind as that. But what about the wording at the end? They want cutainment to uh, utilize the power of social good and exploit millennial and Gen Z's propensity for giving Man, that. exploiting is the worst choice of word. But like, that is true. Like, you know, there is... Even though we... That's why we can't buy houses and shit. They're exploiting it. Yeah, this generation, like, I think they're on the idea of, like, 
you know, you know people, this generation fucking loves Patreon yeah, and shit. Well, they stream to, uh, they donate to streamers. Yeah, like, why can't they just donate to us? <laughs> this multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. Why can't we get that money while charging 500 bucks a ticket to get in? Yeah. See, the Fast Pass I like because, well, that, once again, EB Expo had that and they had the Ultimate Pass. Yeah, I, re- I read it originally as, I thought originally it'd be like, how EB did it where there's a separate line if you've mm. got a fast pass you're in the, the quick line and if you don't you're in the long line but this the way they worded it is like when we tried to get like a VR demo you go to the booth you go what point what times you got oh, quarter past four tomorrow done Locking here's in. your name here's your number quarter past four tomorrow you go there in you go I like that I love that love it it'd be expensive I'd imagine yeah but once again that we see uh, PlayStation has that here open to everybody mm-hmm. and they still go like yeah. that like they go very fast yeah. we're also very lucky that we can just wake up and be like hey we're gonna we gonna... get an hour early as yeah. well Nor- sometimes they didn't do that two years the last one I went to they didn't let us in an hour early really I should have we went in with all the flogs no we got in we had our our night before oh this is EB yeah. EB was different EB, EB was different EB had because it had the five hours or whatever that we got to just go to town on everything the night before we didn't get lit in early mm. but with PAX PAX doesn't have that PAX just oh, has okay. the hour early yeah right okay yeah I liked the, the night before. The night before, because it gave us everything. So we just played everything had, we like, wanted to. and shit going Well, around. not even that. It was and just... like wine. In terms of content, we could play everything. Yeah. We, did, we didn't have to take the camera. And then we came in the next day. We just shot shit in front of all the booths. But they had, like, spring rolls. We did, they did give us, so like, nice. drinks and, really and, and, yeah. and canapes. That was pretty cool. Want a beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we got to pay, like, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, and then everyone else had to wait like four hours in line yeah. the next day. Yeah, yeah. No. I played Monster Hunter World. Did I think, yeah. as well that year. Mm. Oh, I miss EB Expo so much. Like PAX is good. I didn't think I would, but I do. I like EB Expo. I miss the travel too. Mm. I'm going to Sydney again in two weeks. Actually, nice. More Samsung training. Ooh, flying us up, giving us all separate rooms for the night. Oh, you're gonna pound so hard. So good. And what? <laughs> just yourself. Like, the hotel pillow. <laughs> quiet room, so you just go to. Oh, just Every, no ch- just everything. <laughs> everything. Window wide open, just on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I'm on the ground. Floor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like I do miss EBX, but I, think I found it just a better event. Mm. And because there was less it people. It seemed more well organized, I think. I, uh, yeah, and I guess, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it's because we we were treated differently as press there mm. where PAX is like hey there's a bunch of thousand fucking yeah, press it was like a thousand there. press yeah and like the, you the, just need to make a fake Wix website to get a press pass for PAX <laughs> not true I don't know many people that haven't been denied uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so like remember like, the, the, the guy that was the PR knew us yeah he came out and chatted to us like saw us by name and had come out and chat yeah, like cool. that was cool treatment like I know it's not special treatment it was just cool to be recognised for what we do mm. um, as for this as for this because when we would never go to E3 anyway because no. we cannot simply cannot afford it yeah eh. but oh, we got really sidetracked there didn't we what's your thoughts I haven't, I haven't I've, I've talked to you like non-stop I just think it's a I mean obviously they've realised that the event doesn't have the same oomph that it used to because of how prolific YouTube and mm. everything is all the instant news that we get so I think they're trying to make it more of a 
I don't know, just more of an event for the people more than just an event for the publishers. Mm. But in that case, why not just not do it? Because everyone already has their own way of presenting information. Nintendo Direct, State of Play, Xbox could do something similar. See, but on top of that, though, because by the sounds of what they're trying to do is they're trying to use that PAX model. Mm. Like, why use the PAX model? PAX exists. Yeah. It's like, why don't you do something... Like, why don't you just double down on, on it being fucking press? Mm. Double down. Because there's not a lot of money in that. Yeah, I know. They get and, all the money from the, yeah. the public that they come in. And it's, it's this, this is the thing. Maybe it's because of the, the nature of what we do and where we work in. When I hear the idea of a fan media and influencer festival... Mm, that sounds I gross. go... Oh. The word influencer turns me off immediately. Which is, which is frustrating. Cause I could be rock hard and it will be instant inning which is, which is difficult because we're trying to hit that demo too like, yeah we're in te- technically yeah, we're, we're someone influencing I just don't like the word yeah but it's I hate that word don't call me that no we don't use the I word around here no we don't we're just blokes yeah we're just dudes call us bees yeah. <laughs> what up bee <laughs> but yeah like I we have so many what they're trying what it seems like they're trying to make E3 into we already have 15 events like that a year. Correct, yeah, yeah. Around the world. Gamescom, Tokyo Game Show. Well, Gamescom is exactly that. PAX, you know, all all that stuff all around the world, all throughout the year. So, yeah, I don't know. But on top of that, yeah, but as I said, it it really sounds like they're trying to sparkle up whatever's there. Like, what's hot right now? Mm. Influencers. All right, let's make them do it. Like, it's not not about making the event better. Mm. It's how can, we, how can we shine what we have? Mm. Like, it's not a situation of, like, looking to respect and be like, well, why aren't we working? What's the problems that we're facing? Mm. It's like, no, how can we just remarket what we have? Mm. And I think that's the problem there. They're not changing. They're just piling shit on. Mm. Well, we'll let see. Us, let as, us, as long as, like, I still like the actual conference, though. Yeah, no, like, I feel, still love it. To me, it still has that that special feel even though i go in there all like cynical and shit you know waiting for cringe and all that kind of stuff it's still enjoyable to watch. well because yeah even like this year it was fun because i gave no shits this year yeah because i was like without playstation attendance we had no reason to cover it uh and on top of that it's just like oh mm. but yeah so i actually really enjoyed this year's e3 because i didn't have to care yeah um but saying like th- saying that this year on well, 20 to 2020 oh oh i'm excited yeah. to care again what? Fucking new generations, oh. new games. PlayStation will be back and they'll be talking. Will they? Fucking hope so. They haven't confirmed that. Goddamn it. No, no one else has confirmed they come back next year. Maybe because they're looking at this press release and going, nah. <laughs> <laughs> We're All the third parties can do that. We're going to do our own thing. We'll have our own thing, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But let us know what you thought of the ESA's new decision on how they're going to rebrand slash remarket slash exploit you in. Uh, fucking 2020 with E3 I can't even know how to explain it because it's just exploit it's just such a shitty word yeah definitely shouldn't have used that oh anyway we actually have a good drop this week but yeah so look um, E3 2020 is literally 2020 let's look at games that are coming out this week in a section we call coming to the players New PlayStation games for the week of September 24th, 2019. Code Vein, PS4 Digital and Retail, out on the 27th. Give a bit of a description of Code Vein. 
In the face of certain death, we rise. In the not-too-distant future, a mysterious disaster has brought collapse to the world as we know it. Team up and embark on a journey that to the ends of hell to unlock your past and escape your living nightmare in Code Vein. Now, we should note this comes out on the 27th. It should be coming on Friday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you played Code Vein at EBX, didn't you? Yeah. I think it was a really poor demo slice. You're yeah. just like in a cave and it was just not good. Oh, this cave's pretty cool. Yeah, when you've been like going through this huge city and all that, and then you go, "Oh, there's a cave. That's cool." But when it's just like, "Here's the game. It's in a ca- it's in a grey cave." Color Slayer, <laughs> PS4, PS Vita, digital cross buy. Contra Road Corps, PS4, Ooh. digital and retail. Contra is back. Two years after the Alien Wars ended, the damn city erupts from the font. Fi- from the final battleground, from the midst of the chaos, a group of scoundrels emerge. They might not be typical heroes, but they're here to save the world or get rich trying. Yeah, Contra's It's just interesting because Konami are actually doing something new. Mm. Dreaming Canvas, PS4 Digital. FIFA, 20, PS4 Digital and Retail. Habroxia, PS4, PS Vita Digital Crossbuy. Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Outcast. Kyle Katam's classic adventure comes to PlayStation for the first time. Experience a legendary single-player epic with modernised controls and trophies. Test your skills in 24-player missions, four epic boss fights, and one unforgettable cantina. Kind of happy at trophies. And The Surge 2, PS4 digital and retail. On the way to Jericho City. Yeah, Jericho City. Sorry, I saw Atreus, so I was like, where the fuck's Atreus? Jericho Jericho City Your plane is shot down by a mysterious storm And crash lands on the outskirts You wake up weeks later in a derelict detention facility Inside the city Soldiers enforce martial law Robots are on a rampage And a dark expanding nanostorm looms over the cityscape Yeah, a little bit of bubbly I really didn't think he was going to get a sequel Yeah, well we played Surge way back in the day And it just turns out to be It was okay It was like Dark Souls with cranes It did get a very like hardcore Small fans, yeah, like like I think Neo had pretty much, yeah. It was cool. I think I think they'll try. What was before uh, the surge? I think I missed it because I lost the trace. Oh, that was Star it. Cool. Sorry, I zoned out. Um, yeah, I looked over and the trace is broken. The foot broke on it the other day, so to go re glue it. And oh, poor kid, fucking trace. Um, yeah, Sorry, I'm a <laughs> boy. It's me boy. I, I'm gonna. Pro- I'm probably gonna play Styles. I say that yeah. as in I'm probably not going to because it costs money. Mm. I'm not gonna play any of that. More well? Probably. <laughs> I'm stuck, man. I'm man, are we like the best sorts of podcast? Like, what are you playing? Um, 15 year old game. What are you playing? Still old, good. Old game. Still good. Mm, yeah, but it's you always said it's about us and our personalities. So That's true. I mean, we play what we want to play. We are pieces of shit. <laughs> that PlayStation conversation <laughs> happened on a Monday morning at 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and 8am on iTunes, Spotify and other podcast services. If you'd like to be a part of future conversations, please join us on Facebook, Discord, comment below. Feeling generous, join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepopculturists. Head over there, check out the tiers. It might be something there that interests you. If you support us on Patreon, you can watch us and and our other show, The Young and the Wrestlers, uh, live. Get yourself a nice little sneaky unlisted link where you can come and join the chats as they happen. If you want to support us in more once-off fashion, head over to popcultures.com slash shop. We can buy shirts like the one over there and other assorted shit with our logos on it. We are also on a Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. And as I did at the start of the show, if you are listening to this, us on some, a podcast service, please go head over there and give us a review of in some capacity, whether it be some stars, whether it be some written reviews. And if you are on the YouTubes, you know, why don't you like and subscribe? Please and why don't you subscribe. smack that like button? 
And what, what, what's the other? Oh, and bell for noti- get the notification bell on so you can be updated when we release videos the exact same time every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the one thing. Like, I, I've always refused to do that because it's like I hate that YouTube crap. Mm. But I'm wonder if it works. Will hey, it work? Even Jim Sterling's doing it now. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> that's kind of what it's fun. Like, like fuck. If even Jim Sterling's doing it, maybe we maybe we're doing something he's wrong. He's doing here. it when he's got how many? We got like 800k now. Yeah, he's, he started he's doing it. Heaps. And we have like three. <laughs> but we appreciate each and every one of you. We do. Three. We really love everyone that does take the time to come and have a, a listen to the show and, and comment on that sort of stuff. It's mm. um, it's one of those things we would do this without you guys, but we love you that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> because we just use it as an excuse to Shoot hang out. Shit. Yeah. But it's even better when people want to hear our shit anyway. Yeah. So until the next one, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Josh Saunders. And that was for the players. Please like and subscribe. Whoosh. Are you going to put that sound effect there? Nope. Make sure you like and subscribe. <laughs> what, what, um, what's the, what's Jack Jacksepticeye's thing? What, at the start? Yeah. Isn't there a big whip sound when he's... Yeah. Top of the morning to you, ladies. <laughs> My name is Jacksepticeye. Oh, oh, and today me. I'm playing Happy Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you in the next video. That's what he does. Because Alex watches him. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that. For the players, the Pop Culturist PlayStation Podcast is fan supported at patreon.com slash the pop And we'd like to thank our Patreon producers and our Patreon founders for their kindness, their support, and their generosity. Our Patreon founders, Alpha Ferret, Craig O'Flaherty, David Chataway, Jesse Stevenson, and Jacob Garner. And our Patreon producers, AJ Abatomi, Damien Holdies, Kyle Dunn, Lee Winterchauvin, Nathan Massetti, Paul James, Pure Mongrel, and Sean Levitt.